All right. Well, hello, good people. I am Dope for Life, and this is the Hyperview podcast where we dive deep into different people's perspectives on success, family, and intimate relationships. Today, we'll be sitting down with the artist, chef, and all-around creative, Henny Holyfield, one of the hardest working men in the music industry that I know today, period. Uh, Thank you for joining me. I, I really appreciate you coming and sitting down with me and talking um, and really just bringing your perspective as a, as a creative, as a father, as a husband. Um, it's not many people that I can sit down with that's been one, like married as long as I have been trying to be, a, you know, has been yeah. trying to be an artist as long as I've been. So it's, it's hard, not saying it's hard for me always to have conversations, but just relatable, right? Right, right. People that I can I understand. speak with on a level that really have put the time in, because that's different than saying I'm doing something. Now you're, you've done it. You know what I mean? And now you continue to do it. And, right. and that's a different conversation. No doubt. Yeah. Pleasure, pleasure to be here, man. I, I, I rock with you, bro. So, you know, you got, you got something jump, jumping off and I could be a, a part of that in any way. Sign me up. And that's not, that's not cap. You know what I mean? That's not lip service. Anytime I've ever put a show on or, Anything, anything I've done or I've put out, like you've always supported me. I was, I had the chance of going back through um, our messages. I was trying to look for an email before I asked you for it. It's just mm. a pet peeve of mine. I don't like to ask people for stuff twice. So if you've ever sent me your email, I should have it. You know what I mean? So like, I'm just looking back through the messages and it went back a while, bro. Like we, mm. you know what I'm saying? We've been back and forth shows going on the, your show, you coming in performing at uh, my venue, so it's been a lot. Um, and the relationship to me on my side has always been um, just really, I, I really always appreciate your consistency. One, I could always look at you and and get kind of an encouragement that, hey, man, I know this man is dealing with whatever he's dealing with as a father, as a husband, as a chef. You know, back in that time when you were here, I believe you were working as a chef with UC Davis. He's yes, coming sir. up with recipes you know what i'm saying he's still in the studio like it 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 motivated me to understand like hey bro if this is what you want to do you're just gonna have to get it done you know what i mean like and there's not there's no excuses about it because if he's over here dealing with what he's got to deal with and he's still putting out good music you know what i mean and able to show up for the people you don't have no excuse Yeah, and and I've seen that example from from my peers. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's each one teach one. You know what I'm saying? And so I've always appreciated you showing up for me. So I I, I definitely can can attest to that not being like lip service. You for sure are straight like that. Yeah, not nah. just for me, but for, the, for I mean? everybody, I, for the city, you put for the on for wherever you are. Yeah. yeah, and so and that's a great segue into. The, the album. So the 2023 album that you put out, kind of tell me how that came about, how that came to fruition. Um, what was the kind of inspiration to put that together? Uh, so I linked up with Skylit. Um, oh man, I want to say 2021. Uh, and, you know, me and Scourge had some of it somewhat of a relationship before that but uh just being brought into a collective a team of of dope individuals who who genuinely supported each other was just uh just dope uh just and motivational as far as us making music was concerned um 
there was a point in time where, you know, Skylit, uh, you know, different people that were there wanted to do their own thing. And so it was it kind of dwindled down to just a, a couple of us. And, uh, me, you know, me and Scourge had sat down and, uh, you know, wasn't really sure what the next move was going to be. It was kind of discouraging. And, uh, you know, I just kind of threw the, the idea out there. Let's 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 put something together. And, uh, you know, definitely where I'm at with my music is just on like some, you know, trying to motivate and, and inspire. And so I felt like uh, he was trying to do the same thing with his music. And I felt like it would be a good uh, collaboration. And uh, yeah, we sat down, man, and 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 piece by piece, we we pieced it together, and uh, it came out exactly how we we hoped it would. Uh, you are a meticulous uh, a meticulous writer, and and it seems to me like you're always working. Um, I do understand the dynamic of. I'm a believer of like, time. Will test like all relationships and the process will test how much you want something. Right. So you could start with 10 and we might end with two because the process broke eight of y'all. You know what I mean? And it, and it showed you that you didn't really want whatever it is that you had put out. So sometimes for me, it's like, it's okay to end up with two or one, like, cause it, it, it culminated in the project that you guys were able to put out. And it was to me a great project. Um, Appreciate that. From from literally start to finish, um, when I'm listening to the album, one I'm getting multiple vibes throughout the album. You know what I mean? Like I feel like you as an artist and as a vocalist, you have a pocket, right? But your ability to move across different genres, different vocal patterns, different not vocal patterns, but different kind of beats and syncopations and different genres while still kind of being able to maintain the pocket is, is genius to me. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, because yeah, we have different that. feels, you know what I mean? Like you, you don't, yeah. there, there are some albums where, you know, P and B or, or, or different genres where you're going to get basically the same kind of feel sonically on beats throughout the whole album. I wouldn't say this album is like that. You know what I mean? You guys move, uh, there's some different different vibes, you know what I mean? Uh like the what's the one? It's a it's a it's a twerk type beat, but you guys are talking positive. You know what I mean? I think or I think you guys are talking about smoking weed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 reset uh, reset the energy. Yeah, reset the energy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> it's a it's a it's kind of a, a smoker song, kinda, you know what I'm saying? More like energy vibe type song. And and I'm hearing the beat and I'm like, okay, this is definitely like some make the stallion and that kind of vibe. You know what I mean? But the way you guys are able to flip that energy, still keep it high energy. It's a song I would like to play and it would slap this in the car, but it's positive. You know what I mean? And I, I, I mean, I don't it's positive see a lot of people who be. can do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just look, look, every But we ain't better be talking about you know no twerking I mean? or no shit like that. You know, we, we both, we both married men. You know what I'm saying? We both conscious of the other music we put out. So, you know, we had right. to figure out a different way to approach that beat. Right. Right. And so let's talk about that. How much of being a father do you have? How many kids do you have? I have three. Three. And I have a nephew who just moved in. So technically I got four at my house now. So you got, you got four. I shouldn't just say dependents, right? You know, (laughs) yeah. Boys, girls, (laughs) Uh, two girls and 
my my son and then my nephew so two boys okay got you so boys and girls like same i got one boy one girl and i was like and i'm finished i'm uh, even up um <laughs> boy how much of being a father being a husband and like being a role model contributes to how you sit down and write and approach music like for instance the smoking weed right like i know i've i've thought about it i i in particular don't always promote it on my like social media on my own personal page but i smoke like people who know me know i smoke it's not a it's not a secret so but i do have you know what i mean that how do you how do how much of that plays an influence when you sit down and you make music and if you're approaching it as a character or is it really you want to encompass who you are as a person as hennessy or henny Uh, i mean it it really depends on what the the topic is because i still you know have my moments and 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 songs where you know i definitely want to tap into to some of the not so you know joyful things that that i deal with you know what i'm saying but i definitely right. um am aware uh one of my children because my children are logged in to my spotify and get notifications when things come up you know and i don't want to have to be like hey you can't can't really listen to that because it's not for you. You know, not there might be one here and there. Right. You know I'm saying, but I feel good that my kids can go in and and listen to my catalog. And, and it wasn't always like that because when I first started, I was, you know, uh, music was more like uh, letting off steam. You know, what I'm saying, and I was young, wild, and Got free. You. you know, what I'm saying there was no right. there were no little people looking up at me for you know as a role model, so I didn't have to worry about who you know who was listening and, and drawn from it. You know what I'm saying? It was different when I was young. Right. You listen to my, my, my beginning music. You'll see the difference is like night and day between there and now. And I was never talking about no negative. I was always, it was always good vibes. You know what I'm saying? But it was just more on some real heavy party type stuff. You know what I'm saying? And not really, you know, some careless young, wild and free type energy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but now it's, it's different. And, and I definitely do that, take that into consideration. Uh, also, you know, just as far as my wife is concerned and not just putting out, you know, music that just disrespects her in any way. You know what I'm saying? But so I right. definitely take it into consideration when I sit down. Yeah. What am I saying? You know, how is it going to be received when it's heard? You know what I'm saying? Am I going to be questioned about it? You know, I, but again, I do have right. other things that I have to deal with. And if I got to speak on something then I'm going to speak on it, you know what I'm saying? But for the most part, I like to keep it on the up and up just to, you know, for my children to be able to listen to what I make. Right. And it, it as you said, it's a progression, right? Like I, th- I feel like yeah. you were being authentic to the lifestyle you were living at that time. You know what I mean? Right. If, if I was doing partying and I would drink, you know what I mean? I'm doing that. Cool. And then as I got, more mature and now I have responsibilities. I got people who are looking at me in a certain way, not take those things right. into light. You know what I mean? Not saying I Definitely. don't experience those things anymore, but how, what context do I give that? You know? Right. Um, and, and I definitely, um, you know, I still like to enjoy myself. You know what I'm saying? We still like right. to have a good time here and there, but right. what I try to do is, is slip messages into, to the music. Right. Right. I ain't dead yet. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I, I like to slip things here and there on like, uh, like action and reaction and, you know, 
decision and consequence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you you know, you could turn up all you want to, but if you do it, you know, excessively, then there's consequences. And I'll face some of them consequences. And I'm not ashamed to let y'all know that that I've been through that, you know what I'm saying? So that you don't just think that I'm sitting out here promoting, you know, being reckless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've done some reckless things, but I've I've faced consequences for those actions. And I'm not I'm going to put that out there so you know that I'm not just above that and feel like that can't happen to me because it, it definitely has. Right. Right. No. And hey, consequences come for everybody. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's nobody above consequences. And I, I can, I appreciate and I, I try to take somewhat of the same viewpoint when it comes to making music and the way, the way that I've sat down to think about it so that I can still be like technically creatively free while at the same time taking responsibility. Um, I approach it as if I'm writing a character. Every time I'm writing a song, I, I look at what kind of viewpoint am I taking in the song? Is this me? Am I speaking from my viewpoint? Am I speaking from somebody else's viewpoint? So depending upon the viewpoint, if I'm being authentic to whatever it is that I feel like I see from that perspective, I'm still going to take responsibility for whatever I said, but I'm going to have a rationale of why, you know what I'm saying? Why I think whatever it is, because I feel like you can make party songs, you can make twerking songs, you can make shake your ass songs, because there's a time and a place for everything. Do I want right. my daughter to twerk? No. Is she probably going to twerk sometime in her life? Probably. Damn. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I, I live in, I try to live in this world where it's like, I can't force everybody to do and be a certain way in the same way they can't force me to be a certain way. So I have to be open creatively to be able to speak a, whatever it is that I feel is authentic to that beat or that song or that message that I'm trying to do. Well, at the same time, you, you do got to, I, I got to have a rationale. Well, I would think in this context, this is what I was trying to do. Uh, but I don't, what's your opinion on music nowadays? Do you feel like is that's the take most people are taking when they're sitting down and they're writing music from every echelon, from just the Joe Schmo rappers all the way up to the Nicki Minaj's and, and Cardi B's. I I know I feel a certain way. I, how do you feel about how some of the songs and the material that's coming out, if the, it's being thought of from a place of taking responsibility for your lyrics and what's being said? Nah, because it's a lot of artists out there that don't, they don't think from that standpoint. They're not, they're, they're, they really could care less, you know what I'm saying, about how they're perceived, about the message that they're sending out, you know, uh, whether whether they have children or not, you know what I'm saying? But it's it's just not it's not all like that. Now, if you dig and you you can locate some really good stuff that that, you know, still is uh, conscious of, of what they're putting out there. But, uh, you know, you got to you got to dig to find that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I feel like the music right. lacks creativity in some aspects. I feel like everybody is just looking for a certain vibe and it doesn't matter what's being said as long as the vibe is there. You know what I'm saying? But it's not all. And I, and I, and I used to, when, when, when the generations kind of like started switching and we had like the freshman class that kind of started off, you know, with the Kodaks and, and, and people like that, you know what I'm saying? I was really right. closed minded to the newer generations music. It took me doing the radio show, you know, uh, just thinking about things from a broader spectrum and being like, you know, well, shit, they, they 
was the same way with us, you know, when we was coming up, you know what I'm saying? So I have to at right. least give this a chance. And it's not all trash, you know what I'm saying? It's not all bad. It's just, you know, it's their perspective. And I'm not meant to enjoy right. everything that they do, you know? It's out of context. Because I was right. the same way. I, I didn't, I was, I wouldn't say I, I was re- hesitant, you know what I mean? Yeah. To That's a good word for it. To, to latch on to it because I didn't fully understand what was going on. You know what right. I mean? Because they're speaking a different language than me. And uh, kind of like what you were saying, getting down to actually most of the time when I would actually start to like our artists would be me seeing an interview of them or yeah. hearing them talk or like yeah. getting to know the person. And then I could understand a little bit more about their music. And because our generation was about connecting. Right. We wanted to connect with our artists. We were being told stories that were were allowing us to to know more about the artist that was making music. So for me, that's the the default way I need to get to know your music and know if I'm going to like it or not. If I hear your music and I don't really understand one anything about you or what's going on, it's hard for me to. To to, to like it and connect right. with it, so actually getting to know the artist as a person helped me to understand the music more. And I can't say that I like everything new that's out, but um, my wife like a whole bunch of gangster stuff. So I get exposed to all kinds of crazy, but it's mm. some people that I, 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 I listen to that that's decent. And I had to, I had to stop thinking that just because I heard one radio song from this guy, that's just this way means that all of his songs are bad. Like, right. You got to give them an honest chance. Like it's one yeah. thing you, you gotta, you gotta be willing to, you know, you ain't got to dig too far deep into that catalog, but just at least, you know, a couple of, of their, you know, not radio singles, you know what I'm saying? And just to give them a solid chance. When I, when I, when it's first started, I wasn't giving them a chance. I'd hear something like, ah, oh, it's trash. You know what I'm saying? As time went on, right. I was like, okay, well shit, let me, let me, really dig into this person and see if there's anything that they do that I like. You know what I'm saying? Before I make right. that, that that biased opinion and just say this one song makes it to where I don't rock with them at all. No, for sure. Uh, I I think that's growth, though. Uh, and I feel yeah. like that's all of us is like that. I feel like as we get older, we like what we like. You know what I mean? And it takes us a while to, to open up our perspectives uh, to to different ways of doing things that we may not have been familiar with. Right. Yeah. Also doing like the collaborations and things like that when I was, you know, working with the rock band and then the reggae rock band, like I think that really opened my mind to like a whole different world. And not that I, I haven't enjoyed music from either of those genres in the past, but that was just like, well, damn, this is, this is something I've been missing out on. Now I want to explore more. Now I want to find out more of, what's going on in this genre because I haven't been tuned in like I am to the, you know, the hip hop and the R&B. Right. And how do you feel like, you know, working with a uh, um, a rock band kind of crossing genres, how has that affected you as an artist? And do you feel like that, that has taken an effect on like your beat choice? In my opinion, a rapper is just as much as his lyrical choice as he is his beat selection. That's how you end up mm-hmm. with like Kendrick Lamar type beats, Big Sean type beats. Big Sean don't make beats. You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> but, right. but it's because but, of his beat selection right. that you kind of attach that to him. So 
a, a rapper to me is just as much as their beat selection as they are the lyrics that they choose to write. So do you feel like working with different genres and being able to kind of cross has kind of shifted the way that you look at beats or how you select beats? Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, I used to be, you know, that's another thing with, with, with music, you know, I'd hear something and be like, ah, I can't really rock to that, you know, but, but a true artist can rock to anything. You throw anything right. at them. You see, you see like the, uh, not like, like, uh, like Sway does, you know what I'm saying? And there's just like, they're not different genre beats, but they're different tempos and things like that. So when somebody sits down or sway or funk flex and they sit down to do, you know, the, the long ass freestyles and, you know, the, okay, we'll rap. You know what I'm saying? We're going to throw this at you. Boom. We're going to switch it up and hit you with something else. And if, you know, they can't rock to one of them, then they not looked at as, as, uh, as true of an artist as somebody that can do that. So I've tried to be more open-minded with, you know, the beats and, and wanting to choose beats that don't just cater to what I normally sound like. Cause I don't want to stay in this box. I want to, I want to go over here and I want to appeal to these people who necessarily might not have listened to me. That's, that's, that's one of my favorite compliments right. I've received is that people that don't necessarily listen to rap have heard my stuff and been like, well, I'll listen to you. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a big accomplishment right, right there to, to break down that wall and make it to where somebody who wouldn't usually tap into the genre hears you and and is swayed. And then you might have opened that door. It might not. It starts with you. But then now they're looking into other folks. Well, if he sounds like this, well, maybe there's other things that are similar. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think that's the that's the real key to crossover. Right. It is. If you if you're just a rapper and all you do is hip hop, right? There are, there is a certain demographic and hip hop may be the top, you know, music genre, but there are people who will never listen to hip hop. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's, they're never going to listen to it because they only like whatever else that they like. So the only way you're going to reach that person and, and even get a chance of, of, of demonstrating your talent is to be able to, cross over to other genres, right? And to me, that's the key of really growing a diehard fan base is to be able to reach outside of hip hop. Cause it's great if hip only hip hop loves you. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with people who are just pure hip hop heads. That's all I care about is people who love hip hop. I don't care about nobody else. Right. But the, the biggest, largest artists um, are considered pop artists cause they're the most popular, you're right. But usually, if they start off in hip hop, they have to cross over to other genres. And that's true for every genre. If they start off in rock, they got to, you know what I'm saying? You got to cross over to other genres. You got to do features with other type of artists that are outside of your, your um, organic fan base for you to really grow that fan base. So uh, I think it's a, a necessary skill to cultivate as an artist to be able to move across genres and, and still feel comfortable and within your space. Definitely. And not everybody can do it. You know, some people, they, they stick, they, they know what they do well and they stick with that. And, and ain't right. wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? No. But you know, I'm, I'm no. not one of those type of artists. And everybody's got their, I think the important thing is everybody's got their path, right? Um, some people stick to that one thing. Some people have and want to do, multiple lanes and i don't feel like there's one wrong with either you just right. got to pick your lane and know what you want to do and then you know stand on that i feel right. like that's 
mostly the issue with either artists, producers, or whatever the case may be. It's like they haven't really figured out and picked their lane and been like, this is what I'm going to do. So they get upset that they're not getting the results that they want, but they ain't really, you know what I'm saying? You haven't really dialed in. No doubt. Um, so when did you lock in and say, I'm going to be an artist, I'm going to be a rapper, I'm going to put out music, albums, this is what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? Uh, man, uh, locked in, maybe like 20, but I, you know, uh, my, my older cousin introduced me to, you know, uh, just writing. Uh, it was my junior year of high school, so I was 17. Um, and, and that went on to do, you know, I did some, it was messing around. It was fun. You know, it wasn't uh, something that I saw doing as long as I've been doing it. But uh, I think, you know, getting in my first major studio, I, I moved to Texas for a year after I, after I graduated and, and was put in my first major studio, put on stages, I think just to feel that feeling right there and, and it being received the way it was made me feel like, Hey, this is something I can do. I feel like I'm good at it. I feel like people enjoy it. I enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Something that makes me happy. It's it's therapeutic as well. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, I'd I'd say, you know, like 19, 18, 19 around there. Okay. Yeah, no, it's some, it's something about that, that feeling of being on stage and that response, you know what I mean? Of, especially when you're doing your own material. Like, it's, it's one thing to be on stage and performing and, you know, you, you might be doing some covers or whatever, I don't know. And you just showcasing your talent at being either a singer or uh, instruments. But when you play right. your own original material and you're getting that crowd response, it's something different about that. Like, it, right. it is, it's addictive. Absolutely. <laughs> like, like, and uh, it's not a bad thing, but, like, I can still remember it like it's yesterday. And surprisingly, I guess other people can too. Of uh, the first time I performed at high school, and I did, uh, I need the green light so I could go, baby, go. Still, mm. really, it's great. And and people still from my high school to this day come up and, and uh, do the whole song and dance and everything. Come on, it's, come on. I can remember That's that. A, you know what I mean? And yeah, um, that feeling right there. It's something that, different that about you. that. Yeah. People still coming up, still remembering it. You know, I got people that have told me that my songs have played in their dreams and like just crazy stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like just stopped them from, from wanting to do something to themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the power, the effect that music has on people is, is out of this world. You never know who, who's listening and, and how it affects them. You know what I'm saying? And I've gotten some, some real dope, uh, you know, feedback and then just, you know, people that said that, you know, I've, I've touched their life in some way and that that right there yeah. makes in itself makes me want to keep going you know what i'm saying i feel like as an artist specifically like a rapper singer if you're doing lyrical work right like you're getting to have a conversation with every single one of your fans every time you put out a song you know what i mean because you're speaking directly to them in some kind of way and and i found that the because I really like production. I write really for my own self. I haven't gotten to the place where I really like to put stuff out. But when I do write, I found that if I start from the place of how do I want to make this person feel, and then I work backwards from there, it's easier for me to write. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I can, if I can figure out 
okay, I want this person to feel this kind of way. It's, I can formulate all the words around that because then I'm kind of staying punctuated on, I just want them to have this response because that's how I view music now is I get to have a conversation with somebody and in a conversation, I'm looking for a response. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't get to be in the room. So I have to be very, very intentional about making sure that everything that I do is going towards making anybody and whoever feel that certain thing Word. that I'm going for. Sounds purposeful. Sounds like, you know, you're, you're able to portray what you want. You know what I'm saying? With, with, with the, that feeling in mind, have you, have you had people come up to you and, and con- come and confirm and, and say, without you saying anything about the record and asking, you know what I'm saying? Just say, Hey, you know, I, I enjoyed this record. It made me feel like this and, and it'd be exactly what you're going for. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's a weird story, but I put out a, a song and I, uh, it was about uh, a young girl. It was right when I had my daughter and it's basically just about a girl. She, you know, is being influenced by, you know, her friends and pop culture and all that other stuff. She rejects, she rejects her mom um, because, you know, her mom wants her to do the right kind of stuff. And she ends up getting pregnant by the young man that she's seen. Um, and then, you know, last verse is basically, you know, dad's gone. He don't want to deal with it. She's left on her own by herself. Um, story been told many times. Um, and I had a guy come to uh, shoot it. He was a film student. And uh, my friend had introduced me to him. And I let him listen to the song. I sent it to him. And he calls me up the next day. And he's like, He's like, why did you put it in this order? And I was like, well, I just wrote it that way. Like, I didn't, I didn't have any specific idea when I did that. Like, I, I was just writing from the perspective of each verse because each verse is a different story. Like, the first verse is basically the mom and the daughter. Second verse is daughter and the boyfriend, and then daughter and the boyfriend and the daughter by herself with the baby, right? So he was like, basically, you just told a whole story, right? The mom is the daughter. You know what I mean? And this, this is just a cycle that keeps repeating. Mm. And like he, t- he was telling me about the song in a way deeper than I could even. I'm like, whoa, I definitely didn't think it that deep. And, but he's like, yeah, it's just a, basically you just told an endless cycle story where you started at one point, we got here, but you could interchange the, the daughter with the mom and the mom with the daughter and it's the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, and he blew my mind about a song mm-hmm. I wrote. <laughs> that's, that's awesome, right there. <laughs> so Definitely. yeah, no, it's um, music can be trans can transcend, and in, in the way that it affects people can it can vary in different ways, and and you never know how it's going to impact somebody. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, man. I, I love it. So in that vein, what would you say is your favorite song from the the the, the last album? Oh, um, you know when when you when you have a body of work and you listen to it more and more, uh, you different different favorites come across. Uh, my my favorite before it was released was Starlight. And I, I just like the energy of that record. Uh, I love okay. my verse on there. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
I just yes, it's 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 a fun song. Uh, you know that that was my favorite. But uh, as as I listen more um, and 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 hearing other people's favorites, um, I definitely think that uh, one of my most vulnerable records is uh, uh, "Pick Yourself Up." And as we were talking about, you know, talking about you know turning up and all of that. Well, it's the consequences. You know what I'm saying? And 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 I spoke on it. And yeah, I've been to jail. You know what I'm saying? I've gotten a DUI and all of that. You know, and I, and I, you know, I. I over the last little bit of time, I've kind of tried to sprinkle bits and pieces here and there about, you know, my drinking habit and, and, and you know, different uh, cause and effects of it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I think right. that that record right there um, just digs deeper into it. Uh, and I mentioned it on Smoke Break. Smoke Break is another one of my favorites because I feel like I was just – the pen was just flowing because I was just on my way home from working and it was just like a vent session. It was just like, you know, I took a deep breath after I got off of work and just was able to just, just, this is, this is all I'm, I got on my shoulders right now. Like it, it, it was a, it was a relief. Right. So those, the deeper records really, really are, are, are special to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, as well as like West coast love where I got to collaborate with, with, you know, a legendary artist that I've, that I've grown up listening to. That was, that was, huge for me right there right. you know what i'm saying uh you know so different days i got my different favorites i got you know i enjoy them all but yeah it's it's, it's kind of hard to pick just one but but those records right there just are are ones to stand out in my opinion you know the the, the starlight the pick yourself up smoke break um I, i'd have to go with those three I definitely I I love Smoke Break. Like you said, I feel like that came that's that came so natural. I love the vibe. Everything just fit. Like I I, I love when a song kind of just naturally pulls you into the vibe. You know what I mean? And I I, I think that song does that very well of like pulling you in to where I fully can relate to <laughs> everything that you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was heavy. It's heavy, and I I go listen back to it, and I'm just like, damn, <laughs> I was I was talking about you know some real real shit that I still with to deal with today. You know what I'm saying? Right, and and you do you need that? You know what I mean? Like even if let's just say to me symbolically, if we're talking about the smoke break, you just need that release, right? That that space, yeah. and that that place where you can kind of just let it all out. And I feel like for us as men there's not many spaces where we can do that, right? Uh, right? Me as a husband, I can't always be complaining to my wife. I can't definitely always be complaining to my friends. Um, I don't want to always be a negative person. So it's like, we always have to project kind of this, this stoic kind of everything is good. But right. in reality, we're human beings, like everybody else, we got a meter and a limit, <laughs> like everybody right. else. And there needs to be that space where we can kind of let it off and it's not, we're not going to have to deal with after effects. You know, what <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and the booth is that space, you know, and, and, you know, uh, I, I, I think I try to keep a lot of my, you know, just the, the, the negative things that I deal with in life off of my social media. I don't be trying to invite the whole world in like that. You know what I'm saying? I deal with what I deal with and I try to genuinely project, project Same. positive energy, but. But if you but if you dig into my music, you know what I'm saying, you'll you'll see that I you know I struggle too, man. I ain't, I ain't above that, you know what I'm and saying. My life ain't perfect. That's real, and that shows 
to me authenticity because nobody is perfect. So if all right. I if all I ever get to really see from you is the 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 buttoned up and the always okay and and, and you know what I mean? And and I'm not saying it, when something bad happens to you, you got to be down, broke, and destitute. Like, th- most people who know me would never know that I was going through anything. Mm-hmm. Because I I pride myself on always bringing my best self to the outside world. Because I don't never, I never know who's looking at me, right? And seeing me and, and might think, Oh well, if Rob's having a bad day and he's always having, Come on. Know what, you know what I mean? So Come on, for me, the, it's like the, I always what, gotta what, be, bro. I don't. What, when uh, when Snoop Dogg, when Snoop Dogg quit smoking, and everybody was like, "Well, damn, if Snoop ain't smoking, it's it's, it's the effect that, that that people have on him because they're used to seeing you right. in that nature." And so, yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna break them down if if they feel anything otherwise. No, straight up, um, it's. It's a different kind of way to me of thinking when I only have two places that I can operate from, right? Either fear and worry or belief and faith. So if I'm operating from belief and faith, there's no reason for me to be upset about my current circumstances because I believe it's not going to stay that way. Or if I'm upset and I'm mad, I'm only worrying and not, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't want to worry and, and live in that space because my actions are going to be predicated by that. So I always want to be living in a space of belief and faith where even if it's bad right now, I don't believe it's going to stay that way. You know what I mean? That's a good, that's a good place to be. Good, good thought process uh, to think from. Yeah, no, I didn't. It, it took a, it took a while to get there because I know for me, it was stages of, of growth, of, mm-hmm meeting people, talking to people, trying to nurture relationships. And then, you know, I, I call it the hit your head on the wall syndrome, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm going to bang my head on the wall. And I'm like, well, maybe it wasn't the wall. <laughs> so you try it again. You bang right. your head on the wall. Well, maybe if I don't hit it as hard, you know, you keep trying to make it work, but it's like, no, banging your head on the wall is a bad decision. It doesn't matter hurt. how you... <laughs> <laughs> like you were saying consequences right, right. so you got to learn from those things and be like well maybe i should pick something else than banging my head on the wall you know yeah. um what's my i i really liked i definitely liked the um the one and i i appreciated the one about the the, the dui right and the consequences and and you being able to turn your life around and where you are now Right. Um, uh, my boy Ronnie has a similar story, not DUI, but just, you know, he, he tells people that I, I've been to prison. You know, I was a, a, a federal, you know, he was a, uh, what was that? I can't, I don't know. I don't even be knowing the jail stuff. I, I, he calls <laughs> I don't me know like, me all either. the time. He, he, <laughs> he calls me like all the time, but I don't know. He calls about it all the time, but, you know, but just, he didn't let that keep him down. You didn't let that keep you down or be an excuse of like, not being able to do and, and, and attain and be a role model. Um, everybody makes mistakes, right? And one, being honest about it sets you free, right? Nobody can hold that over your head now because, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm out with it. You can't, what you going to say about me? You know what I mean? This, right. I, I made a mistake. I'm over it. So being honest about it, one, sets you free. Nobody can hold it over your head. And two, 
that you, that story could help somebody else, right? Of maybe they did make that mistake. A lot of people right. think that it's the people who don't make the mistake that you help, but that's a that's a we won't never know that because they didn't do it. You know what I mean? Right. The ones that are important to me are the person who did make the mistakes and they're, they haven't forgiven themselves yet. You know what I mean? And they don't know how, um, right. cause that's hard. A lot of people are, I don't want to say mean, but we don't think about that. We all humans and we make mistakes and we like to Come judge, on. but we don't want to be that person sitting in that seat. Right. They'd be ready to drag you, know you through I mean? the mud and, 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 and it ain't, it ain't right. You know what I'm saying? That they're not coming from a place of, of just compassion and understanding. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, we mess up, you know, and, and, and outside of the people that hear it and are motivated by it, man, I, I do it for me. You know what I'm saying? So that I can go Straight back up. and listen to smoke break and, and pick yourself up. And if I'm having one of them days where I feel like I need to pick up and I can go back and I can listen to my, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to myself a lot of the times. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Yeah. I, I would love for people to, to draw from it, but I need, motivation sometimes to get up and do things and so if i if i lay it down you know it's out there and then i go and listen to back to the record and, and it has that effect on me yeah maybe that's just a, a a startup thing but i i believe for myself as well when i started making music it was like a most of my best songs in my opinion were vent sessions like i'm i need to get this off my chest whether i was oh, upset with somebody and my wife yeah. and i was having a problem in my relationship or my life wasn't going the way i wanted like and i actually had to like sit and think i was like man you got a lot of and it wasn't like angry but it was like you talk about a lot of real stuff you don't got no party music like because <laughs> I, I would only really sit down and write when it came to me trying to get something off of my chest. And a lot of it was conversational to myself. I can listen back to those songs. Right. I can remember how I was feeling. I can remember the, the, the place I was at. I can, I can remember the emotions that I was feeling because it's all encapsulated in that song. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy being able to do that. Yeah. That's, and that's, I feel like it's a, it's a, uh, like almost a form of diary, right? Like a, it, absolutely, but just, it is. And 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 when I'm gone, my children can can go back. You know, in addition to now, but definitely when I'm gone, you know what I'm saying. And and you know, they want to hear my voice and 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 the things that were right. on my mind. If they can go back and and listen to, you know, the type of type of person I was. That, that's something that'll never go away. Right. What you stood for, what you was about. Right. And you and I feel like you present a whole person, right? Like. Mm -hmm. um, as I listen to your music, I can get to, I can piece and put the pieces together, you know, of, of who you are uh, as a person, who you are as an artist, some of the things that you stand for. Um, because, yeah, like across the whole album, everything is positive. Everything has a, a lean of, of either motivation or just allowing you to kind of relax or trying to put you into a vibe of, 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 consuming this music because it can help you and motivate you and do something for you other than just make you want to shake your ass. You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah, like you got to, you you got to go somewhere else to shake. If, if you want to shake your ass <laughs> to the shit I'll make, then go right ahead. But 
I, I really didn't, you know, hey. that's not my field, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm just, especially now, you right. know, even, even, even younger, I really just didn't make music like that just because I was coming from more of a, a place of creativity and, and, you know, therapy, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, to each their own, they, I, I heard songs in the club that they shake their ass to that, that ain't necessarily ass shaking songs. So, you know, ass shaking songs, no, straight up all the way, all the, all the way. Um, I was going through your catalog and I ran across uh, the ugly sweater song. Oh boy. And I was like, I was like, bro, now I want to applaud you, bro. Like I got one other dude that I, I worked with before that has done a Christmas song. And I tell people all the time, like, why would you not? Why Come are on. you not making Christmas songs? Like Come it's on. a great play as an artist. It's a year, it comes around every year. People always looking for new stuff to slap on their Christmas playlist because I'm tired of hearing Mariah Carey. Like, Come on. And she why? get a million dollars a year. A million dollars every single year. You know how Man, old that song starting is? Starting in September. Starting Come in on. September. She make a million dollars and that's, that's what made us do it. Because we was like, man, if Mariah could eat like that on a yearly basis, why we can't? You know what I'm saying? Man. All you got to do is put a nice on, jingle man. to it, make it something people sing along to, and, and you win it. And then in, in, in just think on a, a, a bigger capacity, right? There's only so many Christmas songs. It's a small category, right? So then when we're looking at films and all this other stuff, right, that may be centered around the holiday season, May, but not necessarily come out at, but during Christmas. They just may be holiday-themed movies, right? Mm -hmm. There's a very small pool of music come that on. they're pulling from for those movies. You know what I mean? And, yes, you got your classics, but they're always looking for something new. And there's you know more I mean? and more so, that come out over the years. I've heard some some really good, you know, uh, R&B, you know what I'm saying, different Christmas songs. That, uh, yeah, uh, but aside, most people are you know, doing the covers. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, Most people are true. doing covers. They're just remaking an old song and they're singing right. it. Very In few their people version. are actually right. writing Christmas songs. You know what I right. mean? So that pool outside of, you know, remakes and redos, right, of original Christmas songs, especially that I could put to, to, to videos and movies and stuff like that where I am looking for certain feels and, you know what I mean, different kinds of ways of demonstrating Christmas. Yeah. It's it's a amazing move, right? So what what kind of brought you to I want to do a Christmas song? I'm telling you that Mariah Carey money. Mariah Carey was out here eating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She, and and he you said know, Millie. her her uh, her career has definitely declined from when she was like in her prime, and you was just you know she was killing the charts and things like right? that. But that's something right, and and I'm a fan. You know what I'm saying? I I, I rock with Mariah's catalog, and so I, I I enjoy the, the the Mariah Carey Christmas song. But when I read that, and I was like, you know, she's getting how much every year, and, and you ain't even right. she put this out one time, and maybe she throws a little remix here and there. You know what I'm saying? But it was like, right, we could do that. You know what I'm saying? And and you know, shout out to my brother Doe, man. You know, one of the most creative people I know. We put our heads together and. Went and found us a, a nice song. Yeah, a nice little poppy, you know, Christmas jingle type beat, and said, "Hey, we could flip this and put our own spin on it." He came with the concept, and then and it's going the rest on, was it's history, going on my Christmas playlist. That's awesome. I've, I've had a lot of people actually tell me that it's one of their favorite Christmas songs. It's like, damn, that, that means a lot, bro. <laughs> you know, there's, bro, there's I do ugly sweater there. parties. Come on, like this, man. And see? That's what you know. what I'm saying it's topical. 
That's why I'm just like, right. it, it fits for me. You know what I mean? And it's it's something I can relate to. I love ugly sweaters. So it's it's just, I, I just thought it was a it was a genius play. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm glad that we did it. Here we are, you know, two years later, and we're still able to, to drop content forward, and, and it still feels like it's brand new. You know what I'm saying? Just because it's that time right. of year again, and people are just looking for that type of music, you know, around the holidays. So, I, yeah, I, I'm thankful, and, and I'm not done. We're going to get another one? <laughs> we, 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 hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> we can probably put an album together. Man, I need, yeah, bruh, look. I need another. I need another Christmas drama. We we probably gonna put an album together. At least a, at least a three five song EP, man. It, it three definitely. five song holiday EP. You know yeah. what I mean? We don't got nobody doing that no more. Especially rap guys. You know what I mean? Like definitely not no rap gangster now. Everybody want to be gangster now. That's why I'm I'm like, look, they're too cool to 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 do that. And that's you know, I think that's one thing that sets me apart is that I'm not. I mean, I I got my limitations and there's certain avenues I'm not going to approach just because they don't cater to who I am. But I'm not going to be like, I ain't doing that because it's not you know what everybody else thinks. I don't think people go, man, fuck all that. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna make a song about food. I'm gonna make a song about whatever the hell is on my mind at the time. You know what I'm saying? However, it strikes you, right? And there's no there's yeah. no lane I can't occupy. You give me the concept, I'm I'm going there, and I and I'm going all the way there. You know what I'm saying? Because I really zone in on on what I'm talking about and and try to make sure. Yeah. You know, I used to hate when when I hear songs and or, or even making music with people, and they couldn't like stick to the concept like the whole time. Like they take you somewhere else, and you feel like you're in a different song somewhere. Right. I pride right. myself on no, being able I- to stick to it. I, I definitely can hear that in your, like, I never feel like you're off topic or you just kind of, you just threw the verse on this song. Like, I've never gotten that or picked that up, even on features where you may only have one verse on the song. Like, I always feel like you're very topical and you take your time to really make sure that you're, you're, you fit within whatever the song is. Because I, I do, a lot of times I hear songs where it's like, why, what are, what is his verse about? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what does Where that do, have to right what, do you, what, what does that have happened? to do with the course like why? What, what's going on <laughs> I, I, I don't understand why it's just not I mean I guess it is the norm because most songs do that but, but why would you approach a record and not be trying to approach that record where where are you at with it if you're not, if you're right. not in, in line with, with the concept and the theme that you're trying to put out there shit don't sound like a complete song you know what I'm saying? Right. And are you being intentional, right? Or are you right. just kind of putting words together? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, you can rhyme, but that don't mean you're saying nothing. Nah. You know what I mean? So, um, let's see. And what I are... used to do that when I when I when I started off. That's something I, I I did used to do when I first started rapping. Just rhyme. Man, I, I was rhyming. That I could rhyme. I rhyme Dr. Seuss. You know what I'm saying? Like it was it was right. you know just rhymes inside a rhyme. How complicated can I make this shit? I could rhyme my ass off. You know what I'm saying? And it right. took somebody telling me that I was going over people's heads to be like, hey hey, you could rap, bro. We get it. You know what I'm saying? You're you're good at it. Now you gotta you gotta reach people. You gotta you gotta make them feel what you're saying. You're not gonna do right. that. Just rhyme. Right. And I don't know. I don't. I think everybody hears that. Well, I would hope you would hear it at some point in your career that you're just going over people's heads. I feel like if you're honestly a good lyricist, that's kind of where you start because it's like we 
are so attached to like our idols or not idols, but like, cause I don't like to have idols. Uh, I don't have any idols. Um, the people who I look up to that I, I, I gain influence from who I've uh, studied and, and, and love the way that they handled the craft. Um, we kind of take out, I, I, I hold myself to that standard. You right. know what I mean? So it's hard for me sometimes when I'm, either working with artists or I'm working with people where it's like, I can't really tell where your influences are coming from because it doesn't even seem like you dialed in. Because mm. most of the time I could tell kind of who you like, who you listen to, you know what I mean? Where your, where your base influences are from, from kind of your word choice, how you choose to get on a track, where you, you know what I mean? I don't think anything lives in a vacuum. I mean, we were all influenced by our environment, the things that we listen to, the music that we choose to listen to, and that all seeps into the choices that we make when we're sitting down to make music. Definitely. I know people that um, don't would, listen to other artists because they don't want to be right. influenced by them. And, What's that? And, and that Prince, makes sense. Prince is too. like that, right? Uh, yeah, but homies, though. You know what I'm saying? It's like, we're all on this. No, mm. almost, nothing else. That's crazy. You know I'm like, right. I went through a stage of that. <laughs> I, I did it when I was working on my album. It Usually when I'm working on an album, I try to do that because I... I call myself a chameleon. I'm mm. very good at adopting styles because that's kind of how I started. I loved Kanye. I listened to everything that he did. So I look, I go back to listen to a lot of my beats and you, you would think Kanye made them because like mm. I just wanted to emulate him. So I got really good at being able to listen to something and emulate it very quickly mm. and picking up a style, even to the point to where I liked House and I was watching it. Uh, every season and I started to actually pick up his mannerisms like you know what I mean like if I lock it's, in on something that crazy. much yeah, I start yeah. picking it up I've been uh, around so certain people I've been around certain people and I found myself using some of their terminology you know what I'm saying just right. for hanging around them for a long time and I'd be like shit hold on wait a minute let me it's crazy <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's, it's the way and things affect you especially like with longer exposure Right. The longer right. I'm around you, the more we're around each other. The we hanging we hanging out every day. Tendency. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, so I can definitely understand that that need to be like, okay, I just need to create a space where I'm internally creating and not okay. being exposed and affected by outside sources. Because whether you want to or not, it's happening. You know right. what I mean? You don't have no control over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we're interconnected uh, and, and no, like that, that saying, no man is an island. You know what I mean? So when we're around other people, we're exchanging, even if we aren't saying nothing to each other. Right. You know what right. I mean? Just not energy. Communicating. Just, it's just the way it is. Um, who would you say some of your music influences are? Uh, so I got to take it back to just early uh and before I even started making music, but what drew me to just music was just, uh, you know, people feeling like they were enjoying themselves. And so two of my earliest biggest influences are Heavy D and MC Hammer. Okay. okay. Both, of, both of them were just, I mean, it's, they having a good time, you know what I'm saying? Before the, the gangster shit really came in and just took effect like that, like, or, or it was going on on the side, but I wasn't even allowed to listen to, you know, anything with a parental advisory sticker on it, you know what I'm saying? So I had to take, <laughs> you know, the, the mainstream radio and I just seen these two dudes and they just dancing their ass off and I didn't necessarily want to dance, but yeah, you, you, 
you look like you having a good time. And that drew me in. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Hammer so, used to get it. Come on, man. <laughs> they got this video out of him doing like uh, the you can't, uh, can't test this without the yes, music behind it. No music? <laughs> I was dead. I was dead. I was rolling. You oh, see hella foot squeaks and shit. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah. <laughs> nah, crazy. he used to cut up, I, man. And 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 I really enjoyed it, man. I I dug just just deep into to his energy. But but heavy was was you know lyrically dope. You know what I'm saying? Heavy was 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 busting and 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 jamming at the same time. You know what I'm saying? And ladies, man, it wasn't being disrespectful to to the ladies at the same time. Like it was just you know an infectious energy that I that I fed off of. So yeah, definitely those two. But uh, you know later on down the line, um, Pac is definitely my biggest influence. Um, to the point where like, you know, it, in around the time that I got into making music, like that's what I was listening to Pac and, and Outkast. You know what I'm saying? Those are, those are big on my list as well. And then, you know, just, I, I like people that got something to say and, and, and a creative way to, of saying it, you know what I'm saying? So Nas and, and Eminem and, and Ludacris are on my list. You know what I'm saying? Just people that entertain me when I, when I hear them and, and it makes me that's a deep list. Uh, Nah, look forward to you know good. the type of music they put out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I I don't I can never really just give you like in tune with my top ten. I can give you bits and pieces from it, but I know Heavy D and Hammer on there. I know Pac is on there. Nas M Luda's on there. You know what I'm saying? Tech Nine is another favorite of mine just because of his versatility and how he's able to just you know do all kind of different things. Um, Exhibit is another one that I really jammed a lot. Heavy. You know what I'm saying? You know, he had his run. Yeah. Oh man, uh, Restless had is a one run. of the greatest albums of, of all time, man. That, that when, when he when he linked with Dre and and, and was really just putting him out. Yeah, he that, had a that run. Was, that was an era right I, there. He had a voice too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I found out very quickly recording and starting to rap. I was like, man, I would just I was not blessed with that vibrato or that <laughs> just that tenor. Like, I just wasn't. So I had to find different ways. You know what I mean? And you got to be real with yourself. You know what I mean? When you go on and you go into the studio and you hear your voice back, like there's not much you could do about that. Now you could take vocal classes and you can move it, but your voice is your voice. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I just had to learn to work with it instead of wishing that I had something else. You know what I mean? Right. Have you experienced that uh, on your journey as far as uh, doing music? Uh, I, I like my voice on, on the mic uh, and, and just on songs. I've, I've never really... You know, I, now certain records I've had to approach differently and, and, and you know, I don't have like a, a real raspy voice, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and I can't sing, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's certain <laughs> things that I can't necessarily just do, but I feel like i got a good tone right. and I feel like, you know. Well, that's it, what it, I mean. You know, not so much necessarily um, not liking your voice, but just as I've uh, experimented as an artist, I've seen that there are things that I can do. And these are things that I ain't about to do. Like you were saying, singing for instance, like some people just don't let it go, but I'm like, yeah. Hey bro, somebody needs to tell us, man, he cannot sing. Why y'all right. go in the studio do that? Like work, work within <laughs> your means. I, I believe that, I believe that everybody has like a, a, a lane that they can go down with that. You know what I'm saying? To where, you yeah. know, you ain't Luther Vandross. You know what I'm saying? You ain't out here blowing and, and oohs and ahs and all of that. But you have a right. certain tone, and if you can master that tone, 
then it then it sounds good. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't do too much and try to go where where you can't. You know what I'm saying? And be trying to hit notes that you ain't capable of. You know, but you it's okay right. to do it. And so you know, I I've dabbled here and there, and I just I I still am working on finding where my perfect thing is because I, I I don't do it all the time. You know what I'm saying? But I've done it more than than what I started as. You know, so I I, I try. You know. I give it a shot, but I know what I can do. I know what my voice can do. And right. so I try to kind of, you know, cater to that as opposed to just be doing some shit that I, that I don't feel like I can. Which I think is smart. You know what I mean? You got to know your limitations hundred percent. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not trying to use uh, a whole lot of auto tune. Ain't no, ain't no, you know, discredit to, to the cats that do and, and know how to manipulate it and, and, and use it all through their catalog and music. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not from that era using attitude in the first place. To me, it's just a little, you know, I'm, I'm skeptical about it. You know what I'm saying? But I do know that there are times where it calls for it and, and it does enhance certain songs. Yeah. So I'm, I'm it's not a tool, against it. Right? right. It's a tool. And I feel like it has its place when appropriate. You know what I mean? Right. If, if the call, song calls for it or if we need it, then I'll throw it on. But at the end of the day, uh, the way I pr- approach production or in, in mixing and mastering is this ain't my song you know what i mean right. so however the whatever sounds good to the artist and they like it that's what we finna do you know what Come i mean on. so and and you gotta i i really i really push that for artists when they're working with me is like i'm not gonna make these decisions for you like i can definitely tell you something sounds good or you know what my opinion is but at the end of the day you gotta be the person that likes this song when you leave it doesn't matter right. how much i like it you know right. what I mean? If you go to your car and you bump this and you're like, I don't like it, it doesn't matter how much I liked it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you got to be able to carve that space out of who you are as an artist and know it and then be able to execute that vision. Um, I describe myself as a car, a vehicle, right? Without gas and a driver, we ain't going nowhere. Right. You know what I mean? You got to come in with a vision and a destination. And I, and I can help you get there, but I'm not going nowhere by myself. Right. Can you can't drive for him? I can't. You know what I mean? I, I'm just a tool to help you get there, right? As the producer or the mixer or whatever. I want to be uh, a part of the process to assist you to get to wherever your goal is. But you got to have a goal. I can't give you your goal. You know? Right. I feel that. Um, let's see. What's um, one of the biggest struggles of pursuing a music career while trying to work a job, be a father, a husband, while still trying to, you know, put out albums, um, do shows, collab, you know, and, and manage all of that. What's, what, what would you say was one of the biggest struggles? Making time for both. And, and balancing it to where one doesn't suffer, you know. And, I mean, if you... You know, you, you go full-fledged with your music and you're out there on the road and, and you're not barely home. The, the, you're you're going to miss your kids growing up. You know what I'm saying? You, you may not have a wife when you come back. You know, there's things that it's going to affect. When on the flip side, if you put all of your time and energy into your family, then this dream goal of yours that you wanted to pursue, well, it's, it's uh, silence because you, you know... You, you have to be able to balance it. And, and it's hard, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I can't do everything that my kids want me to do because I have things that I want to do, you know what I'm saying? But I can't do 
this all the time because I want to make sure that I'm, you know, fully here. So it's 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 juggling, man. That's that's one of the, the hardest things is 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 learning how to to apply uh, energy to both uh, consistently without allowing one to to suffer. Right. No, I can I can attest to that a hundred percent. Like this. It's only 24 hours in a day, for sure, right? And and if I want to do, or I have multiple responsibilities that I have to take care of, um, it's hard trying to take care of everything. Oh, did they kick my man out? Oh... I think I lost you. I was like, oh, I think I lost him. Which we 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 almost at the end. Alright. We back. Did I lose did I lose you? Yeah, it just said it said all snap. <laughs> the page came up and said all snap. You've lost your connection. okay well on on that note you were saying balance right so in your life how do you how are you handling that or how have you how have you found best to handle balancing your career because like i said i i know from the outside looking in you work a lot specifically in the music and just anything that you put your hands on and you say you're gonna do i see you doing it you know what i mean so it's it's never a time where I like it's wolf tickets. Like if you say I'm gonna put an album, album, album comes out. Um, you know, so how do you find the the balance to be able to work as hard as you do, but still, you know, put that time into the family and the kids? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I I don't know. It it just it just kind of happens. I just I just make sure that you know I. I'm aware that I enjoy putting time and energy into both. You know what I'm saying? So I don't allow, but I mean, and, and I love making music, you know what I'm saying? But point I'm at in my life, you know, it's definitely more important to me that, you know, my children have me around, you know what I'm saying? And that I'm involved in in all the things that they want me to be involved in. So sometimes, you know, music has to get put to the side. You know what I'm saying? When life is happening, you know, that's, that's, that's that time. So, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's it's hard, man. <laughs> it's, it's, no, that's real. It's a task. What I like to tell people is, I take a day to day, one day at a time. Yeah. Like I plan, and, you know, I have I have ideas, and I yeah, you know, I look towards the future. But in in in, in actuality, when I wake up, I'm all I'm thinking about is what what I'm gonna make sure I can get done today, and what's in my power to get done today. 
Uh, Word. Outside of that, I'm not, you know, because then, then you, that's, that's where my, that's where my anxiety and depression kick in. And I'm like, nah, I can't live there. Anything outside of today ain't even real. The past ain't mm-hmm. here no more. And tomorrow is not promised to me. Right. So I'm just lying about it anyway, to be real with you. <laughs> Whatever I say I'm yeah. going to do tomorrow. I, I'm, I'm not, I cannot tell the future. Right. You don't know what's going to happen. I mean? So I might as well keep my, my focus on the things that I can't control and then and the, what I can affect and what's going to affect me. It's a good philosophy. Let's see. Well, do we have or you got anything coming up this year? I know we in December. What's the plans for 2024? Um, can we do we do we expect another Christmas song this year? Um uh, not this year. EP. Put me on the not- uh, email list. <laughs> okay, we'll do. We'll do. Yeah, not this year. You know, you want to. You want those are the type of things you want to have prepared before the holidays. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to be in the holidays making song for the holidays. And then you, you know, so we. You know, we just have to find time throughout the year next year. But it's something me and Doe have already talked about. Uh, some of the other teammates might get involved, you know what I'm saying, just so we have that in our catalog and, and be able to, uh, you know, add it to our list of accomplishments and, 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 and another revenue stream, that holiday revenue stream, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, not this year, but uh, I have another single that I'm dropping before the year is over. Uh, it's called Realize Your Dope uh, that has Doe and, and uh, Isha on it. Um, Definitely a special record to me. Uh, I'm kicking the year off with, uh, I have a, a record I did for my grandmother. It's called Go Grandma. I think it's the grandma anthem. Personally, if you ask me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's going to resonate really well. Uh, but just the fact that, uh, you know, I was able to make something for my grandmother while she's still here and able to receive it is, is, is special in itself. You know what I'm saying? So uh, uh, January 21st is National Grandmother's Day. So we're dropping it on, on that day. You know what I'm saying? I need that one. And, I'm a, I'm a yeah. serial. I'm a grandma lover. I love my grandma. Oh, you go, you gonna love it. That. That's what I'm saying. You gonna love it. Songs be hitting me different. I'll be like playlist ad, playlist ad. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 there's and a lot of grandma songs are depressing because they waited too long. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Straight you know, up. So, I, I don't, so don't want to do that. My grandma for, got at me and was like, she was like, don't wait. She was like, I'm, you know. Make this before I'm gone. I want to hear it while I'm here, and 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 I don't want it to be no somber stuff. Like I'll, I I right. can still dance a little bit. Let me give give me something I can dance. Give me no in memoriam. She said no, give no. Me right now. Come on, I want and, and I did right, and she does, and she loves it. You know what I'm saying? So that's how we starting the year off. Um, I have a project that I'm working on. Um, it's called uh, Glass Half Full. And okay. so that is just uh, just perspective, uh, you know. It's, it's been just just because you don't see everything doesn't mean that it ain't been, you know, a roller coaster ride these last couple of years. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of things that I haven't just put out there publicly, but I just want to show both sides of the spectrum in this project and show that you know, you know, I got some dark shit going on. You know what I'm saying? But I also got some 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 wonderful shit going on, and 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 it's. And it's glass half full with with perspective in parentheses, and so it's really just how you you view things. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's the energy I want to put out with this next project, and really have it be conceptualized so you can understand that you know both go on, and it's okay for you yeah. to you know to to have yeah. both go on. You know what I'm saying? And 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 so yeah, that's that's the project I got, and then I've got a, a project with my uh, my three sixteen brothers. Um, 
we have a we're we're done with our album. We just got to get it all recorded and pressed and mastered. So we we don't have a name for it yet. You know what I'm saying? But that will definitely be happening uh, next year. Uh, and then the sky sky's the limit, man. I I you know. I try, I try to get as many as I can done in a year. I, want, I definitely want to make sure I'm doing one per year. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, ain't no telling what, what the year could hold. But I definitely have those singles that are on the way. Um, and then we definitely plan on bringing the tour back. Because, uh, you know, my brother Highway went out there and he's been all across the country. And so we did, we did a little bit of the West Coast this year. Next year we would like to expand it to the East Coast and, and the South and, and North and all of that. So definitely trying to hit the road again. You know what I'm saying? Well, I still got this energy to do so. Congratulations on that tour too. I can't even remember. I can't believe that I forgot to even bring that up. Like when I saw that you guys were putting your own tour together, like I just love it when people stop complaining that they ain't got no opportunities and they just, they get together and they do it themselves. You know what I mean? I create my own opportunities. Like, you know what I mean? We don't, we don't need somebody to come in and do something for us. We can do this ourselves. So right. I, I applaud you guys for putting that tour together and, and doing the work, you know what I mean? And, and starting something from some uh, a small to grow it to something big. People don't want to put the work in. They just want to be a part of something that's already existed. You know what I mean? Man, uh, we, and, we, and we started it off with that idea, with bringing somebody in that was supposed to help us and put it together. And it took them not putting it together for us to be like, you know what? We, we can resourceful. We some resourceful right. individuals. We got we got connections in all these places. Like, why Period. can't we just do it ourselves? Let's do it. Period. And we did. Period. And you know what? If it don't work this time, we'll figure out what didn't work and we'll Come on. go back it, at it and, again. Right. And it, and it wasn't you know it wasn't spectacular you know, but it was dope. You know what I'm saying? First time you I went do to most things. It's not. Come on. Right. <laughs> we we performed in we performed time. in Canada. You know what I'm saying? Outside the country, like that's an accomplishment to me. You know what I'm saying? We, right. It's, it's and been there's nothing you else know. you learned. You know what I mean? Like right. I was saying, it, it, regardless of anything else, I think I, I think I said this a couple of days ago on my Facebook. You'll find out more from just getting up and doing something than talking about how much you want to do it. Right. You know what I mean? Because once you start doing it, you're going to find out if you like it, if you don't like it. What what about like you're going to have more information about what's going on to decide if that is what you want to do versus you just. Let's 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 talk about it. Let's, let's right and it. talking yourself out of it possibly because you think <laughs> of all the things that could go wrong. You know, that's something right. I, I I work with my son on, and he you know he's got billion dollar ideas. You know what I'm saying? But it's like let's let's sit down and let's let's execute. Yeah, execute. And you got know to. what? I, I I don't know. Have you ever heard of the the different levels of value? I don't I don't know that I have. So. Basically, the concept is that there's 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 fundamentally different levels of value and the higher up the value ladder you go. Right. The more money that you technically can make. Right. And and the first level is implementation. Right. Which is you are physically doing the work. And most people in that stage will make somewhere between like 30 to 50,000, maybe $60,000, maybe $70,000 if you're in a high end, like you're a mechanic, something like that. You're working on high end cars. But most people in implementation, there's a, a, a ceiling to how much you make because you're using two limited resources, which is your time times your energy, right? You can only work for so long in a day and you can only work for so long in a day. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So both those are limited resources. So your, your amount of money is going to be capped. Uh, the second level 
is communication, right? And that's like your managers, people who ain't necessarily doing the work, but they manage other people doing the work, right? Um, that's usually like a, a somewhere between like low 60s to maybe 150,000. Um, and then, or I'm, I'm sorry, second stage is integration. My bad. <clears throat> integration, that's your managers, right? Managers, people who are just managing other people to do stuff. Then the third level is communication, right? Like you got actors, Oprah, uh, anybody who speaks to get money, artists, all that kind of stuff, right? And usually the third level is where you really get to start making money, right? The rappers make a lot of money, uh, talk show hosts make a lot of money, news anchors, all that. You know, Arthur's, it's a lot of money you can make from simply communicating ideas and getting people to either be able to feel or do something from that communication. But the highest level, right, of uh, value is the visionary, right? And if you think about it, they do the least amount of more work, right, physically, but they're really getting paid mostly for their mind, right? I'm coming up with the ideas, right? Uh, the CEOs in most companies don't do most of the physical work, but they're coming up with the ideas, the strategies to make it the most money, right? Um, so one thing I try to teach my kids is kind of how to move from that implementation because that's kind of what we are taught as not just black people, just, uh, let's say Americans in general, right. Is work, get a job or, or, or create a job, right. A lot of us, we create businesses. That's just another job, right. As a way to make money. Um, we're not necessarily creating ideas or um, tapping into our innate ability to communicate to really be able to expose ourselves on those levels of value. Um, so once I started to think about it in that way, when I have, let's say you have a kid that has a lot of ideas, um, but they may not be that great at executing or implementing those ideas. Okay, cool. Let's find you a team, right? Because if mm -hmm. you're really good at being a visionary, we need to find somebody that's good at executing those ideas of taking those visions. And you know what I mean? Of, and, and, and when you start thinking about things in that way, and I can, and I can get my kids to think about the, the things in that way, they can be realistic with themselves about what they are good at and what they like to do. And then they can find other people in other ways to do those things that they may not want to do, right? Because you only got one life. <laughs> I don't want to spend yeah. doing stuff I don't want to do or that I'm not necessarily not good at or that just doesn't bring me any joy. Right. When there's somebody who's perfectly happy and living in their natural space doing that exact thing. Right. You know what I mean? So get them to carry out your vision. It's, it, as I've grown in the business space, that's something I got from like business school and, and just listening to a lot of the people that I do on strategies and things of that nature. I've started to try to just apply that across my life, right? Like I know what, I know what brings me joy. I know what kind of person I am. I know what I like to do. Um, and I operate at that level of, okay, I can just be a visionary. It's okay just coming up with the ideas as long as I can find the correct team that may be able to implement, that may be able to, you know, manage all the people that need to be on that implementation stage. Um, because before, you know, I just wanted to do everything myself. I figured uh, ain't no way it's going to get done right unless I'm doing it. Mark. And then you realize you're not an octopus and you can't juggle that many different things at one time. <laughs> and it's, it's extremely cocky, right? Yes. Yeah. There's, there's other people who are far more talented at a lot of things that I do that I'm not as good at. <laughs> right. Like I said, right. there are 
I had to learn. I was like, I could spend a lot of time trying to figure out how to be mediocre at this, or I could just hire somebody that already did that. Right. And they enjoy this. You know what I mean? So um, if you if he's got a lot of ideas, maybe he just needs to link up with some partners. It's a good idea. I think I'm going to uh, propose that to him. Because, I, I mean, I tell my kids all the time, there is no legal age on making money. I've, yeah, I haven't we... seen the law. Yet. I haven't seen that law yet. I was like, you can start making money at any age. I didn't say you can work at any. You can start making money. They got cats on YouTube, eight nine years Come old. On. Come you on, know what I mean. So I'm like, all it ta- all it takes is intention. What do you want to do? So uh, I, I feel for you, and I'm. Yeah. We working on We working on it. I just got one right now that that we is about to enter the workforce, you know, and and college and Ooh. everything like that. So, you know, that's that's my, that's my purpose now. I, I can only imagine what what the others are going to be like, but you know, I'm here for it. Well, uh, I can't say it enough. I, I applaud you for. I mean, I don't know. For sometimes I feel like it's cliche because it's like I come from a household where my dad was like, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give you a pat on the back for doing the shit you're supposed to do." But I feel like it it doesn't get said enough, and we don't really get the accolades for the things that we we should. Uh, mm. But I appreciate and I respect, and I'm glad that I know you and that you're a, a black father that's in uh, a positive role model in the, his kid's life. Um, that you are with your family, that you continue to work hard, you know what I mean? Despite what life may be throwing at you and ups, downs, we still get the music. You know what I mean? Like, I I may not know everything that's going on in your life and I know it's not always roses, but the fact that, at least in my knowledge, since 2020, we've either gotten singles or an album, that... I I appreciate that, and I thank you for that dedication and that consistency, and just continuing to hold down not only the artistry and, and giving us good music, but being a good role model in the community and and, and for your your children and for your family. Um, I know it's something that quote unquote as man, that's just what we're supposed to do. But I feel like it feels good to hear. Not it, everybody is doing it. Yeah, no, no, they they definitely not, definitely not. So you know, uh, I mean, I got, I got, I got, I know people. You know what I'm saying? That you know that that it's not the same way. You know, and and to each their own. You know what I'm saying? So when I see it, I wanna, I just, I wanna point it out. I wanna uh, bring it to a highlight. I was very excited and, and happy when you were like, yeah, man, I'll make time, which I don't know why I didn't think any other way. Anytime I've ever reached out, as we said, it's always been love. Yeah, so. of course, of course. Um, well, yeah, it's love, man. Thank you. you thank you for me, having me as your first guest, man. That's that's a, that's a big slot right there. Man, man, I couldn't have it any other way. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, it's love. No, I hope I hope it, I hope it hits the moon, man. And, and anything that you need from me to, to, to help it grow, man, you got that. Well, you're welcome back anytime, man. Singles, whatever the case may be. Um, as we grow, I'm gonna be moving around. If you ever back in sack, we can sit down and, and, and do I'm it. Always, uh, always back in sack. <laughs> they, they say I act like I ain't left. I, I've been back so many right, times man, since up. I left. Straight up, you still, you still, man, you you still, you still uh, out here, man. In, in right. my eyes, you ain't never left. 
we can't lose you. Well, I mean, no, I can, you. We can let some of these cats go, but not <laughs> Hey. I'm not you, bro. Come on, I ain't going nowhere, man. I'm too. I'm too. It's a part of who I am now. I can't. I can't let that go, man. And we gotta. We gotta. We gotta make it work. I. I want to get on a record with you, man. Because I'm listening to everything. I'm just like we. We so similar with with our. Just our 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 content, like what we choose mm-hmm. and how how vi- you're very. Hmm, what's the word I want to use? I won't say strict. And I don't like to use conscious because I feel like that has a connotation to it. But yeah. for lack of a better word, I feel like you're conscious of everything that you put out. And, Definitely. and, and it represents you. You know what I mean? Definitely. It fits the brand. Ain't nothing ever rubbed me the wrong way. You know what I mean? Mm. So, And I take my music seriously. And every time I put something out or I write something, I want to make sure it's one the best that I could do and that it's good. So I, I, and that it's, it means something, you know what I mean? Even if it just means something to me, like it's just gotta be deeper than just me throwing something on a record. So I love to work with you, bro. Especially. Let's let's get it. Let's get it. Next time I come to town, man, I'll definitely tap in. Oh, for sure. Oh, it's going to, I believe it, bro. Well, I appreciate you. I ain't going to take up too much of your time. We we go into that hour and a half, but like I said, I can't say it enough, man. Like, just, just keep doing what you're doing, bro. We, absolutely, you. absolutely. I appreciate and I know it, man. A lot of other cats out here who see you, bro. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the music and uh, much love, bro. Likewise, brother. Anybody tuned in, man? Make sure y'all go get that higher path. Myself and Scourge available everywhere music is sold, and and just be on the lookout for for more good music in the future, man. Any Holyfield on on everything that you own, man. The links will be somewhere. This is hype review. Uh, as the music coming out, I'm going to just update and update and update so y'all can just go straight to it. Because if you ain't heard Henny Holyfield, you need to look him up. iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music. I don't know if you live underneath a rock or you just ain't been around for the last three or four years. But go look up Henny Holyfield. Great. Love. Artist. Big love, brother. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, brother.